create a community. You are more than just a radio station. Мы все очень любим радио Capital FM и нашу любимую рубрику слова и выражения, которым вас не учили на уроках английского. Capital FM, you are the best. This is Capital FM, Moscow, 105.3. Welcome, folks. And we had a small little uh, issue there with our microphone <laughs> just before we went out. But I think everything's okay. It's all sorted now. Just a bit of a uh, general panic in the studio. Because, of course, we're happy that... This segment is this segment, but it's a quiz, so it always gives me a nightmare, so I'm always starting to get worried about it. Uh, Andrew Flint, are you still on the line? I certainly am. Okay, now listen, this week we're going to just let you be our censor, okay? And you're going to pick up an extra point of these two boys. So we have, of course, Peter, Peter, wherever you are, like, you know, holler out to us because I know Peter's on the way into the studio. <laughs> so we've got Alex and uh, Andy against you. Max is going, to, is going to be the adjudicator here in situ, and you're going to be the adjudicator at distance. Sound good, Andrew? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, all right. Rock, paper, scissors. Who's going to go first? Why? <laughs> That's them punching the table together, doing both rocks. All right, Andy's all right. first. I'm first. All right, you're first. Okay, so this is team Andy and team <laughs> Alex. So team A and team A. All right, whatever. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, of course, it was a forward one race. Day. Does anyone know who won? Uh, Lewis Hamilton. Very good. Okay, as always. <laughs> okay. Oh, awesome. yeah. So there we go. So Lewis Hamilton won today. Um, however, which of these countries has hosted a Formula One Grand Prix? Okay. First question for you. Which of these three countries has hosted a Formula One Grand Prix, Andy? Colombia, Uruguay, or Argentina? Um, my immediate thought is Argentina but for some reason I think it might be one of the other two but I'm going to go with my uh, my instinct and say Argentina Argentina is correct one point for I Andy. think Argentina yeah okay one point for uh, Andy ah it's correct okay, yeah, sorry. That's, correct. Yeah, that's okay that's okay Max. okay, okay uh, <laughs> Andrew that was correct so you know, I know you're keeping tabs there as well and you're waiting for it to pick up some loose ends as well so okay Alex yes again forward one question for you oh my god so which of these countries <laughs> has Hosted a Formula One, Sweden, Norway, or Finland? So who oh. has Sweden? Norway, Those all seem like countries who um, have hosted. Right. Right. I'm going to say Sweden just because they have the territory to do so. Oh, yes, you're right. Yes. Well done. <laughs> good one. That is quite good because a lot of people would think Finland. Because that, that was my immediate thought. Yeah. Because of the there attraction of the, the Finnish drivers. Exactly. exactly. So see, my ignorance in sports actually held me. <laughs> <laughs> well, was his his attraction to Finnish race car drivers went against him. Hey, I'm only human. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Uh, right, number two. Oh, I, I should get to Alex, but I won't. So, because this would really mess him up. Is it Cleveland? No. So, is this guy a major league baseball player? Is, a, is this guy a Major League Baseball player or an EPL player? Albert Pujol. Albert Pujols. P-U-J-O-L-S. Well, well, what was option two? An English Premier League player? Yeah. Uh, I've never heard of him, so I'm going to go with uh, baseball. Uh, I'm going to go with... Um English Premier League. <laughs> well, you're wrong. Look, you didn't go. You're correct. It is a baseball player. So, <laughs> one for Andy, Andy. All right. The last question here for round two. <coughs> All right, same word for you. Is this guy a Major League Baseball player or an English Premier League player? 
So, Brian McCann. Baseball. Oh, yes, well done. <laughs> well done. Very good. Uh, that would have been tricky, actually. You would have told you Scott. I, uh, no, I'd, I've never heard of him. So, baseball. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now, now's a fun bit, okay? Now's a fun bit. Um, you both have two cards each, okay? So, uh, you have five questions. So, this is either a football player or a coach. Football player or a coach. Uh, Andy, it's 2-2, so you're going to start. So, um, you can ask Alex for his first card five questions. Answer, answer honestly. Answer honestly. Max, you can help him as well. You can yeah. help Alex. So, this is a current football player or coach. Yes. Someone who's still right. working. Question one. Goalkeeper. Can I... Yeah, it, no, no, no. He's not, he's not the goalkeeper. Damn it, it's the other card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> question wasted. Um, based in Europe. Uh, you could say he's based in Europe. They're all based in Europe. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, they, have, they have football in other continents. Oh, okay. Uh, Russian. No. That's three questions. Plays in Britain. Yep, he plays in Britain. So I've got one more question. Yeah, one more question. <laughs> yeah, one more yeah, one question. More. Uh, striker. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, so I think Alex messed up in this. Alex, you need some help from Max. I definitely Wait, think you is do. Is he a striker? No, of course not. Uh, <laughs> where, where, where did I mess up? Jürgen Klopp. Ex- Jürgen Klopp? Yep. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a girl? Oh my God! <laughs> Folks, just say you're listening at home. They haven't seen the cards. They had, that was just a pure guesstimate. That was perfect. Well done. Okay, now, Alex, your turn on Andy. Max, please help this young boy. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, you what? ask Alex. Or ask, ask Andy. Andy, stop laughing. Come on. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, coach. Or- is he a coach or a player? I can't answer that. Oh, it's a yes or no he's, game. Oh, yes. <laughs> is he a coach? Yes, he's a coach, he's yes. A coach. Right, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's only one question. One down, four to go. Wait, did that count as four a question? Four to go. That was that's a question. question. <laughs> that was one question. <laughs> is he a coach from England? No. <laughs> Right, um, when you say from England, are you saying English oh, or in England? In, in England. No. Um, but is he a coach from England, though? No. Oh, my God. Man. See? Mind yeah. games. I've, I've, <laughs> I've made him waste a question there. <laughs> All right, you've got two questions <laughs> left. <laughs> Dirty tactics. Um, the, no, that's a stupid question. Um, Ask it anyway. <laughs> is he from Russia? Yes. Oh, he's a coach from Russia. Coach from Russia. Andrew Finn, get ready for this answer as well. So, coach from Russia. Does he work? Okay, now he probably. Um, is he. How, how old is this man, approximately? No, he can't. Is he yes, yes or no? no? Oh, yes or no? <laughs> yeah. Is, is he old? Define old. I, I mean, no. that's. You have to say, like, is he, is he under 50 or something like that? All right, is, is he under or over 50? No, oh, is he <laughs> which one? Is, is he, he under, under fifty or over fifty? I still no, can't answer he, that. You can ask him. Is he under fifty? I, I honestly don't know. I'm going to say yes to over fifty. No, under fifty, isn't he? I've changed oh. it because he saw. All right, it. okay, okay. You don't know. Sorry, Max. I'm sorry. Sorry. Okay. I've I've, I've changed it because he saw my previous card. Uh, okay. All right. I still didn't know who that man was. Oh. I think he's over fifty. 
Yes. Yes. Come on. Oh. Have make I a guess. Know. Make a guess. Gentlemen. Gentlemen. No. Andrew Flint, what do you reckon? Make a guess. Uh, you've already guessed, I mean, that was going to be my guess when you said over, oh. but that's not oh, really not. possibly. Uh, oh, I'm going to go for Bozovic. No. Leonid Slutsky. He's under 50. He's just a bit older than me. He's right. under 50. Yeah, he's under 50. He's Sorry, under 50. yeah, he's under 50. I heard yeah. that like he's over 50. No, 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 no. no. Andy said he was. Well, Andy said he was. I, 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 I said I wasn't right. sure. Right, okay. Alex, now you're trying to, to pay back. Okay, okay. Okay, so your second one. My goodness. This Goal is going to be. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Goalkeeper. Um, yes, he is indeed. <laughs> 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 uh, Akin Fave. No. <gasps> oh, I thought I'd take a chance there. Uh, plays in England. He does not play in England. Um, does he. Is he an international goalkeeper? He is an international goalkeeper. That's three questions. I've got, oh wait, I've only got one left or two. Two. Have two. Two left. Um, yeah, two left. Is he European? Yes. No? He's not European. Oh, he's not, he's European. not European. He's not European. That's a European name if I've ever seen one. No, right? he's not Europe. He's not from Europe. He's not from Europe. He's, he's from not from Europe. Europe, I apologize. Last one. Nine games. So I've got one more question then answer. That's it, yeah. Um, is he South American? Yes, he is yes. South American. Is this is this a kind of trick question where he's actually Russian by? <clears throat> no, 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 his, no, no. His favorite no. wrestler is a Big Show. If I can, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even worse for me. <laughs> um, Allison. Nope. No. Okay, Andrew Flint. Have you got a, an answer? A South American oh. footballer. South American goalkeeper. goalkeeper yes. 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 Um, I'm gonna go with Mark Andre Tershaken. No, <laughs> no, no. He's, he's from the. He's from the German part. So, oh he's from Netherlands. Antilles. Who who is the answer? Uh, Guilherme <laughs> Marinato. <laughs> it's Marinato Guilherme. Marinato Guilherme is the it's the locomotive keeper that's who I uh, that's why I said is he Brazilian born but Russian and then you yeah, went, no, 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 no 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 because that's no, who no, I was no, going to no. guess that's who I was going to guess he's South American he's Russian hey, it's, it's he's also game. Russian well, okay my guess was, that's why I said is this a trick game. question on me here <laughs> okay right quickly moving on okay Alex your chance with Andrew alright 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 um <laughs> is this man a goalkeeper no <laughs> <laughs> is, is this man? Is this man a player? Goalkeeper is the new Cleveland. Is he a player? <laughs> uh, yes, player. Yes, great. Does he play in Russia? No. Three have three left. Two left. Um. Two, wait, what? You've had goalkeeper, player, and in Russia. Yes. So you got two left. Oh. Um. <laughs> and so far, you've got nowhere. Does he play in the English Premier League? No. We come on. That's what um, one question. Got one, one question left. Is he from Uruguay? No. That's all right, though. That's an all right question. I mean, it's a bit out there, but it's a good question. Well, it kind of rules out Luis Suarez. So yeah. that's one gone. <laughs> all right. Um, 
Let's have your answer. No. Questions over. Answer. 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 I don't know. Okay. This is. I'm gonna say LeBron James just to. No, you're not gonna say LeBron James. You got to thrown at the window. All right, so give a football this name. Come on. All right, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> He's picked the wrong one. It was Messi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said Messi, but I was like, that's too ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but Ronaldo is not ridiculous. No, of course it's not. <laughs> and I have to make it. Okay, so no, how many, like, who's, who's, what are the points score right now? Who's in the uh, lead? I think Andy's in the lead. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, very quickly, we move on to headlines. Okay, headlines. God. Okay, headlines. Um, Andy. Tiger Woods. This is a headline for newspaper. Tiger Woods handed what by Donald Trump? Uh, his car keys. <laughs> um, a beer. A beer. Okay, um, Andrew Flint? Oh, a presidential medal of freedom. Well, the, well, you're kind of there. USA's highest civilian honor, so Andy, zero points, sorry. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Alex, this is a headline from a, a video thing. of Watch incredible moment, runner does... What? To beat rival during 400 Superman. Hurdles. Superman. <laughs> you're dead. Yes, you're correct. Superman. <laughs> All right. Now, <clears throat> here we go. Uh, Andy, back to you. Connor Dunn's Giro d'Italia diary. Leaving my what and what to race here is the hardest thing I've ever done. Shoes. <laughs> Shoes and socks. <laughs> no. no, no, no. It's two words, is it? Yeah, it's uh, what and what. Uh, <laughs> shoes and socks. Um, oh, uh, car and pace keys. and maker. No, okay, fine. It's, it's it's girlfriend or wife and young son. Okay, fine. Okay, <laughs> all right. This is good now for Alex. Finally, Sadio Mane at the double, but Liverpool have to settle for what? On agonizing final day at Anfield. I know you want this, Andy, but no, you're not getting it. <laughs> a bag of chips. Set <laughs> <laughs> it for a bag of chips. That's a good one. I give you a point. I give him a point for that. Actually. That's good. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I give him a point. That's actually quite good. Andy? Uh, had to settle for second. Very good. Point for Andy as well. Well done. Okay. Oh. Right. Finally, finally, finally. We did a final little leg. Okay. So, um, where are these Liverpool players from, Andy? Sammy Hoopia. Uh, Finland. <laughs> Back to my Finnish men. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, Simon Mignole. Is that still to me? Yeah. Belgium. Maxi Rodriguez. Uruguay. Wrong. Argentina. <laughs> All right. Steve Highway. Who? <laughs> Andrew Flint, do you want to take that one? Uh, England. No. Ireland. Ireland, well done. Okay, we didn't get that one, so oh, he only got three of those. Oh, no, wait a minute, I just said who? No. <laughs> I wanted you All to right. repeat who it was. Alex, four for you. CSK basketball players and their national teams. Oh. I'll start you with uh, uh, an easy one. Nando Di Colo. France. Nando Di Colo. France. Very good. Uh, Joel Bonomboy. Oh, um, I'm going to say USA, but... No. Uh, no. Okay. Next Russia. One. Daniel really? Hack. Yeah. Daniel Hackett. Daniel Hackett, America. No. Italy. And Alec Peters. 
Uh, good old United States. You say. Okay, what are our scores after that final round? Because we're going to the break very, very quick. 6-5. 6-5-2. Or Andy. Well done, Andy. Finally get back in the winner's restroom. Okay, Andrew Flint, you have a good week. We'll talk with you next Sunday night. Excellent. Well done. Thanks, forward. Andrew. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, folks, we're going to go out to the break right now and hopefully we will have no uh, technical mishaps because um, we will announce at the start of the next um, segment uh, the, the, the well, the next sort of like launch for our prize giving is way. Uh, Andre won the last one for the last hour, so get ready for the next hour. Uh, we're going out with something that I guess kind of is every Sunday night here for, for us every single week, well, except for last week when we were away. But every week here is a crazy, crazy night. So this is Kiss and Crazy Nights back after this. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
So if you're kissing someone, why is it bad luck to kiss someone with your eyes open? Why, why do people close their eyes when they kiss? Yeah. I actually keep my eyes open when I kiss. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I always keep one eye open, you know? Yeah, I don't so trust anybody. I make sure I know what's going on. I make sure that they kiss at me, actually. <laughs> and not kiss at me and not somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Or that last minute somebody didn't switch, yeah. <laughs> Okay, welcome back, folks. I uh, hope you enjoyed a bit of kiss, of course, there at the break. And uh, Liz, thank you for sending in your screenshot. You are currently in pole position. Uh, plus 795-111053. Send us a photo of how you're listening to us tonight, where you're listening to us. And, of course, as Andy said, you have to keep it decent. That's, you have to keep it oh, clean. Sorry. Legal. Keep it PG. Legal. Yeah, keep it PG, exactly. You know, we've got children here, so we're okay. 13 plus. Oh, yeah. yeah, 13 plus. Okay. And no, I'll talk about Max, not you. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. Um, now, we, of course, on our show, we're always you know, picking topics that, you know, some people, not just in Russia, but around the place, they don't really want to, to cover that much. They're a little bit maybe nervous of it. Um, but, of course, we kind of have gone out sometimes a bit, maybe too far, but we always try to get people who are making a difference in sport on to speak with us. Now, of course, we all know what WADA is, the World Anti-Doping Agency, um, but not a whole lot of people outside of sports, especially outside of fight sports, know what VADA is. Now, VADA is not a Russian pronunciation for WADA. I know, Max, you're looking at me going, VADA is what we call VADA. No, it's not that. Um, it's called the... Was Vod- that German? <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Yeah, sorry, I'm... Dev- desperate today. Okay, so it's the Voluntary Anti-Doping Association. So basically it's an organization, an organization set up with a lot of really, really strong people involved in it who are doing a different way of testing. So in order to find a bit, bit more of this, we have a Russian exclusive here on Capital Sports, on Moscow's Capital FM, with Dr. Margaret Goodman, who is the CEO, the president of VADA, and she's, we're, we're on the line to her right now from Vegas, Las Vegas. Um, Dr. Goodman, can you hear us? I can. Thank you so much for having me on. Listen, thank you for joining us because I know it's it's still early in the day with you, but um, just a quick question. How's the weather over there right now? Hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess it's a stupid question for me to ask, but I had to ask it. Um, now, can you, I was going to say in 10 words or less, describe Vada, but no. I just wanted to, to ask you straight away. We've seen the failure here in Russia. We've seen it around the world of anti-doping. Two questions for you. Why, why did you set up VADA and what makes VADA different from the, let's say, the what are, is now considered the mainstream anti-doping bodies? Well, you have to understand one thing. In anti-doping in combat sports with virtually non-existent. And uh, my history, I used to work with the Nevada State Athletic Commission several years ago as their medical college board chairman and as a ring physician. And at that time, the only anti-doping tests we would do were really for narcotics, stimulants, post-fight. So there was no out-of-competition testing. Um, The testing for anabolic steroids was very limited. And I would tell you in the state of Colorado, we were probably the strongest physician in the U.S., in that, in that avenue. So the whole purpose of VADA was to bring anti-doping to combat sports. 
And obviously, I know it's a little bit different in different uh, jurisdictions in different countries. But in the U.S., it was extremely limited. So that was our main reason. The other, the other issue was that it, it's such a dangerous sport when the main thing is that you're hitting someone in the head for, for a living. The inherent dangers are always present. So we thought that anti-doping was probably one of the most important things that we could incorporate for the fighters to help protect them. And one of the great things about VADA is we don't adjudicate the results. Now, a lot of people might say, well, then that's limiting exactly what can be done. But in, in truth, combat sports like boxing and MMA really has to be regulated under a governmental agency. And those are actual commissions that are set up. They're, they're a bit problematic in the sense that every commission has their own way of adjudicating results. So there's a problem with standardization. However, this, the setup of VADA really brought this to these individual commissions, and now many commissions expanded their anti-doping testing. So, just just a, a question. Or so, you're talking about the, the commissions. Of course, it would be the state commissions in boxing. So, you've got the New York State Commission, the Nevada State Commission, California State Commission. Yeah. So, basically, that you do the testing, but you hand over the results to these governing bodies or the regulatory bodies for boxing in those uh, territories. Yes, but one thing that's unique about VADA is that I would say that probably, well, maybe I'd get an argument on this, but I think that we're probably more transparent than other anti-doping organizations. And the reason why I say that is not because we're posting things on the Internet, you know, or in social media. That's not our purpose. But when we do do testing, the results and everything that involves the results, like the doping control form, the whole procedures of chain of custody, on every sample that is collected is available to the commission, and it's also available to the athlete. So, for example, when we conduct testing, um, the results go to each promoter who is an event. They go to the commission. They go where the fighter has a license. They go to... Um, different representatives of the athletes, and they go to an oversight body called the Association of Boxing Commissions that actually handles MMA boxing. Okay, so, so nothing can be, in other words, nothing can be pushed under the rug. Um, everyone gets to see everything as much as they want. So, okay, in terms of, okay, transparency, we, 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 we've seen that and we've experienced as well where, you know, in many cases, like this, the, um, for example, the cyclist Marcel Kittel, the German sprinter, retired this week, uh, still a young man, but it always seemed very, very strange. And people said that he's, he's after been popped for, after these um, revelations in Austria with the, the blood doping where guys were caught using this Austrian doctor, that suddenly now Kittel was one of those people who was using him and was like pushed out. Um, do you think that um, this, can this, widen out? Can you widen out yours, you know, fr from, say, fight sports to other sports? Like, for example, in America, you've got, of course, all the, the major league sports and, and, and further field as well. Of course, we would love to. I mean, I think that's really important. You know, obviously, besides sports that are, are like football, 
soccer that have the inherent dangers as well, it's still extremely important for that transparency to exist. The, the other thing that you might find interesting about VADA is we have no amount of competition testing. In other words, even fighters that are enrolled in our program year-round are subject to everything on the prohibited list at all times. The only thing that we really vary in as far as the World Anti-Doping Agency is we eliminated cannabinoids. We just don't believe that to be performance enhancing. Um, you know, there's all different political issues surrounding that and legalization of marijuana. But irrespective of that, we did not feel that should be included. So we have a lot of competition uh, lists, like for stimulants or narcotics, et cetera, would be um, eliminated except the night of the fight. And our rationale for that is if those substances are performance-enhancing and a danger to our athletes during competition, they're also a danger to our athletes in training. Well, that's, that is fair enough. I mean, overall, in terms of your testing coverage, um, the existing spectrum of PEDs, what kind of percentage would you reckon that you can catch or that you're, you're covering? I would say that up until about last year, we were getting about 4%, but now we're close to 7%. Okay, that's that. that that's and, a big, yeah. and let me add one other thing. One other thing that's of interest is every time we test an athlete, we include IRMS testing, which is for synthetic testosterone. And if you look at the statistics of most um, NADOs or with water, testosterone is a, a prominent substance that's found. However, we found by doing Ironman testing on every collection, you can really pick up a lot of athletes that might be overlooked depending on how manipulation of their testosterone to epitestosterone ratio is. Uh, good so we're, I think we're very expensive in the panel, which makes us more costly, but you're really doing the athletes a service, and I think the fighters really appreciate that. A more broad, more broad reach. That, that, that's that's uh, very understandable. Okay, uh, I know and Andy McLean here beside me, my co-host, he has a, a question for you. Hello, Dr. Goodman. Do yeah. you have any concern or worry that perhaps certain athletes might try and um, use or abuse VADA in a sense that it, it might give them an image that they're clean? Um, so I understand they voluntarily come to you. The testing is done during a sort of eight-week period at any given time. But is there any way that the fighters could perhaps manipulate what the, the good work that Vada is doing? You know, you bring up a very interesting point. And the reason why I say that is when we first started Vada back in late 2011, that was a concern by uh, different anti-doping agencies, by the lab, and only use World Anti-Doping Agency accredited labs. And that's, that's the sense of a voluntary system. However, let me say this, number one, obviously there's that possibility, but number two, we now have approximately 500 fighters that are enrolled in our program year-round. So the, the main issue that we have is probably funding, and that's probably true with every, every NADO, but, because we're not government-subsidized. Uh, but, but the bottom line is we have all these fighters that are enrolled year-round, so... They're, they're stepping up to the plate when they don't have to, indicating that they want to demonstrate they're clean. And, and just like you guys know, probably better than I, I mean, there's always ways around cheating, which is sad. 
But I think that these athletes have really shown that they care. And yes, what you said is a, certainly a possibility. But we try to eliminate that. Our testing is always unannounced. Um, it's random. And so the athletes never know they're coming. They have only one hour for us to be able to make contact with them. Uh, Alex has a question just related back to the cannabis that you mentioned, just to, to, to clarify, Dr. Goodman. Uh, yes. Uh, hi, Doctor. Uh, you mentioned that you don't view uh, cannabis as a uh, performance-enhancing drug, but are athletes, um, if they consume cannabis during their like training camp, is it going to? Um, is it still going to like? Um, you know, are they going? Is it? Will there be precautions? Is what I'm asking. Say that again. I'm sorry. I missed. I didn't hear that. Uh, it was that if if um, do you see cannabis? Is it is it a is it a performance enhancing drug or can it be used, for example, as a masking agent? And will it will it show up if they're using it in their training camp? You know, I don't really appreciate that as a masking, a masking agent. Um, but I think that the most important thing is is that we really want to eliminate it. It certainly has not been demonstrated as performance enhancing, at least not in combat sports. Okay, so it'd be more. You know, if anything, it might be, you know, the opposite. Okay, well, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like that, that uh, thing of uh, Willie Nelson when he said with Lance Armstrong, uh, he said that like, when I was yeah, taking drugs, yeah. I couldn't even find my bicycle. So, you know, it was a, a different kind of thing. Um, Dr. Goodman, uh, right now in the world, I mean, we, we, we've seen a real politicization of anti-doping um, and this like kind of civil war within WADA. Um, do you think that, will, it, will there come a time when you become so strong and so powerful that you'll be dragged into this kind of nonsense? Like, will, will sort of your values be tested by, by governments, by very, very large corporations who want to manipulate results, for example? You know, I just don't think that's going to happen because of the amount of transparency that we really produce. Um, and, and, you know, just the opposite of what you said about athletes maybe trying to game the system by volunteering, showing that they're clean during the eight-week or ten-week, because we do have that as well, that athletes that register um, leading up to an event. But I think because of the athletes' involvement in their program and the, the education that we try to offer them, I think it's really just the opposite. But, you know, no one can really predict the future. I think... I think now, if anything, I think some of the national anti-doping organizations don't really want us around because we're, <laughs> we're, we're doing things that they're not doing and, and we're promoting things that they can't promote at this point. Well, that's that's one thing that I, I got back from when you know, preparing for this interview was that, you know, well, they kind of are, you know, let's not just say clean, but they're actually trying to do things a different way, a better way, and not relying on sort of the kind of like this Blanche Dubois, the goodwill of these, you know, rich governments and so on. I mean, I mean, it is just kind of like, you know, you always like rely on the kindness yeah. of strangers. You guys are actually doing a professional job, um, like a proper for-profit company that actually is working. Um, one of the things I did want to ask you was about with Don Catlin, of course, who here is more known as associated with the, the Icarus movie. How helpful has Don no. been in being able to, you know, let's just say, say, look, guys, I've worked in this for a long, long time. I know what to, to check for. Is he a very useful person to have within your, your work group? Extremely. I mean, he's brilliant. I mean, I think by many, he's considered the father of anti-doping. And his counsel has been extremely helpful. And when we were first designing our program, um, even before he came on board, 
he was someone that we talked to on a uh, probably several hours a day on what we could do to make our program stronger and better. And, and I can tell you there have been outside forces that maybe would like Robin to go away, that they, you know, think of us as maybe competition. But, but if anything, I think we've really educated the combat sport athletes. I think we've educated the commissions, and I hope we can to do so. Well, I mean, I'm, it's I'm, not so much the testing, you know. It's not the testing. That it's more the education. Yeah, it's about the education because I can tell you, when I was a ring physician with Nevada for many years and head of the medical advisory board, as silly as it may seem, we wanted to add MRI testing for every fighter that came to our jurisdiction. And that's so simple. And it was. And you'd think that would be okay, of yeah. course. That's so important. But, but so many political forces were against it. Well, I mean, Because look, they were concerned as far as what we were trying. But this is, this and is, this so, is, to me, we were able to do that. And I hope that by doing what we're doing now to Nevada, we will continue to advance anti-doping and education. Look, we're, we, we want to get you on again to pick your brains a little bit more. And thank you so much for your time, Dr. Goodman. I hope you have a lovely Sunday over in Las Vegas, in Nevada. And just to, to find things like, you know, speaking as, a, as an ex-boxer and a kind of a, well, probably a punch-drunk ex-boxer, I wish that MRIs were brought in a long, long time ago and also that the, that the work that you're doing now was done on a wider scale. Because I, I face guys who were you know, hopped up on something when I, I faced them in the ring. I, I, you know, for me, I thought it was a disgrace, but like no one really cared about the testing. But I'm very, very glad that you guys are doing the work, and long may it last, and I hope that you get stronger and stronger every single year. Thank you so much for having me, and always to hear from people with expertise such as yourself that's so wide to stand so many different areas, including being a former boxer. It really helps me and helps our organization decide on what to do down the road as well. Listen, keep up the great work. Margaret Goodman, thank you very, very much, Dr. Goodman, for your time, and we'll talk to you again very soon. All right. Thanks so much, Alan. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, we're going to have to break really, really quick because we've overrun our time just a little bit, so we're going to go out with... Well, look, we're, we're going to keep up the sort of the bit of a, a, a good good news vibe so this is Rock the Party and Bob Sinclair we'll be back after the bits with our last segment Capital Sports with Alan Moore Miss Emmy want to see everybody on move Dan Shalino got a man coming at you we just want to pick up QTB Bob Sinclair it's a dance thing you see me somewhere it just bounce up yeah everybody dance now
them, yes. You just nice on them, yes. Hold me tight, girl. Hold me tight. What? Why me off? Just try me off. Came to rock at this for our last segment of this evening it's the one that a lot of people kind of get a bit of glee out of uh, glee not the high school but uh, glee as in that <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just I'm, I'm not well um, <laughs> I'm not a well man um, so uh, plus 795 1111053 it's your last chance to send in a photo of how you listen to us tonight where you listen to us tonight and we've already got well of course Andre won the first uh, part and I've got a few leaders in this one. So Liz, Dennis, <laughs> are they clean? Matt, yeah, no, they're all okay. Yeah, they're come well, on, guys. Closed. I mean, they're good. Not fully clothed, fully clothed, and not in a bath with candles as well. Listen to uh, <laughs> the dulcet tones of uh, Max Urbet. So no, <laughs> that free no, just, KO shades is I'm not worth up. putting those pictures on there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so is if it you were, so is yeah. If you value your body at one thousand five hundred rubles, <laughs> <laughs> and you're taking a picture while you're lying in the bath. But just people are probably lying in the back listening to us. Um, let's move on then. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not asking people to imagine that. Are they I'm holding not... a boat, a rubber duck, or... <laughs> There's someone probably clinging on for life on the side of a boat going, this isn't worth it, just let's go. All right, so... Keep cap- those bubbles high. Yes, exactly. So, capital punishment right now. Okay, so... Today, we're going to go... We're, Max, Max is going to go first, then Alex, then me, and then Andy's going to... That's going to take it deliver the finishing <laughs> blow. He's got to be the finishing blow. You're going to finish, I'll finish. hard and last. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is why Peter isn't here today. He's just like, no, I'm not going back in there. Okay, you can't, can't face it again. Yeah, he's probably got the Veronis. Hey, he's got the Veronis. He's got the Veronis. It's either that or the, the park from Deliverance. It's one of these. <laughs> yeah. He went out on a boat trip. Oh, like, yeah. there, 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 there. <laughs> oh, good God. That's a terrible thing. You know? All right, uh, Max. Who should be capitally punished in this past week, in your opinion? Uh, in my opinion, it uh, would be Barcelona defending defenders. 
And uh, I have uh, one joke for you. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I hope this is clean. And no, it's clean, of course. Okay. Um, while you were watching Ajax Tottenham and were excited for their heroism and luck, Barcelona defenders were waiting for Liverpool corner. <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's quite good. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's okay. Okay, so now, <laughs> okay, the Barcelona defenders, okay, they were terrible. The Barcelona defenders were really bad. Yes. Why? Uh, 4-0 zero. But uh, who's the worst of them? Who's the worst I, offender? Who's the worst offender as a defender? <laughs> the, <laughs> the worst of them Conor was uh, the worst no, uh, if uh, if honestly, the worst of them was Valverde, uh, the coach, because uh, uh, not only defenders, of course, uh, lost this game, but uh, the whole team and uh, the whole team was lost because uh, Valverde cho- chose. Uh, very stupid tactics and uh, not for Barca. It's it was not Barcelona, of course. They uh, hadn't uh, to play uh, so uh, nervous, uh, and I can't imagine that uh, Barca was so afraid. After first uh, goal, I saw like uh, I saw like the, their defenders were really afraid about this. Yeah, yeah, they looked they were very very off. Yes. Okay, that's fair enough. All right, so Barcelona defenders. Alex, who have you got lined up? You've got two people lined up. Yes. Um, well, actually, like the first one, um, I think those are both pretty big, but I think I just thought of one that was actually, like, I think bigger. So um, Russia's very own boxing champion, Sergei Kovalev, about a year ago in the in the a bar. The crusher, of course. The crusher, right. In a bar, well, he got sued. That, um, and apparently in a bar, he was, some woman was, like, rejecting his, his advances, and he got angry, he hit her. And she took him to court, and his hearing is going to be later in May. So uh, I think that so that's going to be my first capital punishment. There's really not much more to say. Andy, about don't this. make a joke about having a crush on a woman. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just wait no, for that, you. To that say was it. good, though. <laughs> All right, second one, number two. Uh, okay, the second one is um, so the recently the Boston Celtics and the Oklahoma City and the Houston Rockets have been eliminated from the NBA, which is. Uh, well, first of all, like the thing about the Celtics is um, the big reason why I was saying all these silly things about the Celtics in the past year or so is that... Um, He's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> no, but the, the reason I've been saying all those things is because as a Toronto fan, I thought this is going to be like the next rivalry in the East. But right now we're looking at is that like the Celtics are not making the, fin- the Western Conference, oh, the Eastern Conference Finals, and the Raptors, well, we'll see later tonight. And... Um, but the thing about the Celtics is that they they're having this thing. They have a very talented team, but uh, they have a great coach, like all that stuff. But for some reason, they finished fifth seed and they got eliminated by a very beatable team in the Milwaukee Bucks, and so, which is essentially like a one man team, which is like a worse version of the of the Cleveland Cavaliers of LeBron. So. Um, of course, we have that. Then we have the Houston Rockets. Uh, Kevin Durant and DeMarcus Cousins were eliminated from... Oh, sorry. Eliminated. They were injured. So we had the same version of the Warriors that we had in like 2015, which was also like a very beatable team. And somehow the Warriors managed to pull it off. You could say that it's because the whole um, Steph Curry getting kicked out of the gym thing. Right. So we had like all of this stuff. And so, now... We, okay. Now, so who's been capitally punished? Um, well, I'll say both of those teams, to be honest. Okay. I, I can't find a bigger one. Honestly, okay. you know what? Sergey Kovalev is my biggest one. All right, so Kovalev. Okay, that is fair enough. Yeah, he is more to be punished for. Um, I'm going to go with 
I was going to go with CAS, the Court of Arbitration Sport, but I'm actually going to go with the people who are backing Castor Semenya. Simple reason. She, okay, this is the, the 800 meter runner, one of the, the great runners, who still, of course, can't run as fast as, as a, an East German runner who ran 30 odd years ago. Um, but this is, this is a, a, a woman who is also a man. And she, uh, and I'll explain this, her male genitalia is inside her. So she has a, a, elevated testosterone levels. Now, Cass and the IAAF, <laughs> Max is like... Male genitalia is inside her? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I'll explain I, in a moment. I, I share that. Okay, <laughs> I'll explain this in a moment. So basically, she is, uh, 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 she's kind of looks like a woman, but she is a man, like she has high rates of testosterone. She's built like a man, runs like a man. And um, I'd always thought she was just doping when I saw her running because she broke through very, very quickly at an age where a lot of girls will kind of, you know, and she's still running slower than a lot of men. Like she's not even ranked in the top 500 male uh, best times for, for mm-hmm. the uh, 800 meters. Anyway, so she's unbeatable. She's really, really good. So she ran last week and won in, in, in Doha. But she has been told she has to take the pill, the contraceptive pill, or a, um, a, something to lower her testosterone so that she can then compete at the same testosterone levels as other women. Now, of course, other runners like Paula Radcliffe had very high testosterone, but, you know, they are not men, or at least not that we know of. But um, there is this question of, like, you know, should she be allowed to run against women, or should she have to run against men, or should she take a tablet to lower her testosterone? Adding to this that there not too long ago she got married in South Africa to a woman. So, I mean, it's not about... She lives her life as a man. Maybe so, she should become a courier. What? A courier. Courier? Run, running people's packages oh, around. Jesus, yeah, well, she could do that, yeah. <laughs> but so basically, this whole thing is that the people are supporting this and saying, oh, Cass is wrong, and it's discriminating against transgender or gender. No, it's basically that you ask the athletes who run against this person... And they'll say, no, she is physically a man. Sorry, Alex, you have a question? Uh, oh, no. Um, I just wanted to, like, I just had a quick comment. Uh, a similar situation is in MMA. You know Fallon Fox? She yes. She made the transition, right? And she was just, like, giving girls concussion because she was, like... She's just trying to break jaws, breaking cheekbones. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. I think the issue here is that when you make a change after you're 18, you're already built like a man. So um, I think they should make, like, a rule, which is, it's a bit... Um, over the top, but I think the best thing to do here is to um, have like a certain age, and before, if you make the change before that age, then you should be allowed to compete with like whichever gender you prefer to be. But if you, but if you're already built like a man, I don't think you should be allowed in women's sports because stuff like the Fallon Fox situation and what you described. What if you built like a woman? Okay, Max. Just <laughs> well, well, if, I don't know. No, no, no. I'm segueing to a question. Max, if you had an operation, would you be happy to play for the local women's team in the Premier League? <laughs> <laughs> You're a good footballer. I played with you. I can't answer on this question. <laughs> okay, no. no, I mean, we're making a joke of it now, but no. But I, I, Alex is right. There has to be a cut-off. Yeah, cut off, sorry. Oh, cut off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so hard to talk about But for me, that's my... Like, the people who are arguing about it, it's like, no, she's physically a man, lives life as a man. If she takes the stuff that a lot of other transgender athletes have taken, 
I'm okay in, in a happy start of laughter. I think you should just play for the Shamrocks. Men and women are all welcome. So. Exactly. <laughs> that's okay, that's fair enough. Max, quick question uh, before we go to Andy. My opinion is uh, that if you want to be a man, you have to be a man. You don't need to take a tablet and so on. If you want to be a man, be a man. But she wants to be a woman and, and, and run against women with high levels of testosterone. <laughs> All right, okay. Andy, your captain uh, position. <laughs> Follow that one. Okay. <laughs> um, um, yeah, for me, it's um, UEFA this week. Um, so Arsenal and Chelsea qualified for the final of the Europa League. In Azerbaijan? In Baku, the capital. And each club has been allocated just 6,000 tickets per club so 12,000 tickets what's the capacity of the stadium? 69,000 although I don't think all of that will be open for security reasons but uh, both clubs are having a massive go at UEFA understandably um, and UEFA responded by saying based on our recent experiences with the Europa League Cup finals uh, the number of supporters that finalists might bring varies greatly so we decided that Baku was fine um and they're now saying they're not going to change it because Baku's international airport that is there cannot deal with the amount of people going in and out of it in a 24-hour period. Okay. That is just ridiculous. I uh, remember even in Moscow how bad it was in 2008. It was insane. I mean, the finalists of the Europa League in the last few years, Atletico Madrid, Sevilla, um, Marseille, what were they thinking? And then, I mean, it's just disgraceful. This is an opportunity. Now this... This tournament has prestige. You qualify for the Champions League. It's going to mean an awful lot to the Arsenal fans who are going to travel, um, and it's a long way away um, <laughs> in in you know in forty degree heat or whatever it is. It's just the most ridiculous decision. Um, to I, yeah, I just can't comprehend it. The Champions League was on last year in uh, Kiev. Yeah, and what I think they gave about twenty five or thirty thousand each, uh, which. That's already been criticised by Liverpool and Spurs for Madrid because they're actually only getting about fifty, you know, just over fifty percent of the whole stadium. The rest of it is being given to your uh, sandwich-eating corporates and um, whoever else. But would you um, want like more Liverpool and Spurs fans knocking around in Madrid, like if uh, sure drawing people in the fountains and so on? I, I understand that. Well, yeah, and that. Liverpool um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, just incredible the, the the lack of respect being shown to football fans. Um, so for that reason, you give um, a couple of punishments. UEFA for me. UEFA, okay. UEFA, I mean UEFA are getting a lot of criticism right now. It looks like they're going to take over the running of the Football Association of Ireland because of the misdemeanors there. I don't know. That is a good point. I, I do think it, it makes sense to have it in a very accessible capital. I do remember 2008 how it was in Moscow before we had the Air Express, and it was nightmarish with three big airports. Serving a city, yeah. like a, a, a and this is three thousand kilometres away and expensive to get to, and no club. I mean, if they're talking about uh, clubs previously, all of those clubs are from Western Europe generally that have finished in the um, got to the final. Why pick it so far away in, in Eastern Europe? That if, is true. If that it's even true. really Europe by identity, but okay. So, I, okay, I'm going to go with UEFA. I go. I'm going to give UEFA kicking. Max, who do you reckon? Which of our people should be punished? I want to agree and note uh, Andy, uh, but I can't skip uh, your instance. Okay, so you're going, he's going to be he's Castle Semenya. Okay, Alex? Yeah, I also think the whole like, transgender situation needs to be tackled ASAP, so 
All right, so all right. Andy. Uh, I'll go for your tackle as well. <laughs> all right, so just like Peter was in Voronish, <laughs> poor El Castor is going to get a bit of a bait. Okay, so uh, folks, we're going to go off into good night. Um, I thank you very, very much, Max. Thank you. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much, Andy. Thank you as well. Thank you. And of course, to Andrew Flint and of course to Dr. Margaret Gooden from Father for being on with us today as well. The winner of that prize, the fifteen hundred rubles voucher, is. Liz, I think it's Liz. Yeah, Liz, Liz. So you're going to win that voucher. We'll send the details out to you a little bit later on. Bathtub. I do, no, no, just a screen, a screen of describe, Liz. Describe the picture. It's very, very nice. Just capital time. <laughs> right, uh, folks, we're going to go away right now. We are almost run over time, and we've got a great one to see out the air. This is one that I know you're going to love. This is one that's from a very, very famous movie called The Breakfast Club. If you have a look at it, it's not that boring as people will say, but it's very, very interesting. So we're going to go out with Simple Minds. And don't you forget about me, a bit of uh, Scottish prog rock for Andy there over on the other side of the studio. So, folks, we'll be back to you next week, 9 to 11, same place, same channel. Have a great week and have fun. Capital Sports with Alan Moore. me